Hello and welcome to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. I'm your host, Kat Burdett, wellbeing coach, eternal nomad, and self-love enthusiast. Come join me on a journey as I deep dive into what it really takes to achieve that happy, content state of being. The goal of this show is to bring you those feel-good vibes, expand your learning, and encourage your own personal growth so that you can discover what well-being means for you. I'll be exploring every and any genre, including health, mindset, spirituality, and much more. So get ready for a juicy, mind-opening, raw, and real experience when no topic is off limits. I hope this helps you to feel good. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Wellbeing Wanderer podcast. How is everybody doing today? So I have another incredible guest for you today. Her name is Alia, and she is a breathwork coach. And yes, you've guessed it. She is one of the amazing people that I have met here in Nosara. And we go into all about breathwork today, why her journey began, what breathwork has done for her and how it's completely transformed her life, how it continues to change other people's lives. And we talk about why it's such a powerful practice and why it really can help benefit you in terms of your well-being. We also go into how every experience is so completely different and personal for each individual that tries doing breath work. And Aaliyah very kindly shares with us how it's possible to start your breath work journey and how with breath work, it's all about setting the intention behind it before you go in. It's a wonderful conversation and a really valuable one for people to hear, especially if you're somebody who's experienced a lot of trauma like Alia has, which she she shares what that is in this episode. So without further ado, here is the lovely Alia. Thank you, beautiful Alia, for joining me on the show. I'm so happy to have you here. How are you doing? Good. I'm so excited to be here. I spent my Saturday morning listening to some of the other episodes. And if you are listening and you haven't yet, definitely make the time to do that. Kat is so insightful and so amazing. So I'm really (laughs) excited to be here. Thank you. She didn't tell me she was going to say that, guys. (laughs) I promise. (laughs) I didn't ask her to. But thank you so much. That's so kind. And I'm really happy that you are enjoying the show and it's bringing you insightful knowledge (laughs) absolutely it is yes uh well welcome welcome to the show um so for obviously you and I know each other very well Alia is one of my friends here in Costa Rica um who I met last year which is amazing so for those of uh for those for those people listening who don't know if you could just explain a little bit about who you are and what you do Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So as Kat said, my name is Aaliyah. Um, I am a breathwork facilitator, meditation teacher, uh, moving into coaching and mentorship more and more. Um, and I am originally from Toronto, but I've lived in many places all around the world and have been, as Kat said, in Costa Rica here in Nosara for the past year. Um, my 
work and breath work is very multifaceted. I work a lot with people who are moving through different kinds of trauma, uh, different kinds of mental illness, uh, a lot of work around anxiety and a lot of work around grief and loss as well. Um, but breath work is such an incredible uh, technique that's really, um, really versatile and useful for anything. So yeah, I'm excited to dive in deeper and talk about that more. Amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I can't wait for you to explain all about breathwork because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who don't really understand what it is and what it can do for them and it really is such an amazing tool having done it myself and with you before as well. Mm -hmm. um, so before we dive into that there's a question that I like to ask all my guests um, and that is what does well-being mean to you? Hmm. So I thought you were going to ask me this. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it a little bit before ah, she has been listening um, <laughs> before I came on today and yeah something that crossed my mind was that um, when we think about you know well-being and especially like the well part of the world I word not world um I think we really like most of us as individuals um really know what it means to be unwell or what it feels like to be unwell but we don't have as much of an idea of what it feels like or means for us to be well and that was just a really interesting idea to me because I think that well-being has to do with developing a deeper understanding of what we need to be well so yeah. like other other people have talked about um, in answering this question um, wellness can mean something different to everybody and so that's why I think it's about um, developing that deeper relationship with ourselves to understand and know what conditions um, what things we need in order to feel well um, for ourselves yeah I love that and that's that's a really good point that you make that how yeah we do think about what it feels like to be unwell and not feeling good but actually we never really do focus in on what what it actually means which is you know why I want to put this podcast together and share all this mm -hmm. knowledge because I think it's something that we don't think about so I love that answer that's amazing thank mm -hmm. you yeah. and that leads me nicely on to my next question actually <laughs> um which is breathwork has obviously really helped you with your well-being mm -hmm. and I was wondering if you're open to it I would love for you to tell everyone why it's been so good for you Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'll, I'll share a little bit about my own personal story, because I think that's the only way to answer the question. Um, yeah, so I, um, I struggled a lot with anxiety and depression and mental illness um, in my early 20s. And um, I didn't really put it together at that time. But it was um, I started really suffering at the same time that my mom was diagnosed with cancer. And that was um, really how my healing path started, you know, just like we're already talking about because I was unwell. And I, um, within that unwellness thought, oh, there has to be a different way. So I started to seek therapy and help. Um, I didn't find breath work until a few years later, but uh, that was sort of how um, my own path to well-being started. Um, and it was only so, so along the way, um, I started doing other kinds of alternative healing modalities. Yoga was probably the most significant one. Um, 
I did a yoga teacher training and um, I was teaching as a hobby. I started doing a lot of mindfulness work um, and those became really essential practices in just maintaining my mental health. Uh, and it wasn't until after my mom died that I found breath work and it was a total fluke. Uh, it was gifted to me and I had no idea what I was walking into, but a friend who had done it before had told me about her experience. It was like, so like this wild thing that she was telling me and, and everyone was like, just go. It's like, okay, I have no idea what I'm going into, but I just went. Um, and you know, I lay down and I breathed for two hours and I came out and I, had cried. I had, you know, been shaking the whole time. I went through so many different feelings and emotions, like physical, emotional, mental, energetic in this two hour session. Um, and I came out the other side feeling the most deeply relaxed and blissful I'd ever felt in my life. And I had no idea what happened, but I left it just thinking, oh, wow, I have to figure out how to share this. Um, mm -hmm. and, and as, or that, that, um, desire led me to seek out breathwork teachers and to seek out my own teacher and training. Um, and as I deepened my practice, it became really, really essential for me in my own process with grief. Um, so it was extremely beneficial uh, in releasing a lot of trauma of the, the time that I went through with my mom while she was sick. Um, and also yeah, just the, the grief process is so multifaceted and it became the most essential tool that I had in, yeah, managing myself and my life um, and my own personal development as I was moving through that. Yeah, wow. And thank yeah. you so much for sharing such personal details as well. Um, and I think you sharing that will really help a lot of people. That's, that's powerful, that's super powerful and actually life-changing sounds mm. to me like it's it's completely changed your whole perspective on on the way that you look at life and actually how you want to contribute to life yeah absolutely I think that what I felt that first day and continued to still feel um in breath work every time I, I sit down for a session and and then maybe after this, we can kind of describe a little bit more what breathwork is. So people, people still, in case they still yep. don't know what we're talking about. We're going to, um, we're going to go there. Don't worry. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's a level of um, just safety and being able to um, be in spaces where the sole purpose of being in that space is to just feel your feelings, to be in your body, to connect spiritually, to connect deeper with yourself. And that's, a lot of what the goals of the practice are. And I don't think I had ever experienced before breath work spaces that just allowed for that. And to me that that is what has been the most life-changing. Mm, beautiful. So the connection to yourself and the spiritual mm. connection, which we're also going to dive more into <laughs> because it's like really interesting. And I've had a few breath work experiences that I can't really explain, but this is mm -hmm. about you, not about me. <laughs> it's about so, you too. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, but yeah, they're all, they're all absolutely fascinating. But before we mm -hmm. go into that, yeah, let's talk a little bit about what breathwork actually is and what it, what it actually does for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so breathwork is a huge umbrella term uh, that, that, 
can describe so many different practices. Um, so really any practice in which you are manipulating your breath in some way, um, I think can be, or, or even focusing on your breath in some way can be called breath work. Um, what I am referring to and what I do specifically is I work with a circular connected breath. Um, and this breath facilitates an altered state of consciousness. So when you breathe in this way, you go into a, a state of consciousness that's a little similar to like a lucid dream state, like that feeling like right before you wake up in the morning when you're like, I know I'm still sleeping, but like, I think I'm awake. It's like, can be kind of like that or like a very deep meditative state. Um, and when we're in that place, our thinking brain is turned off. So we're slowing down our brain waves. We're turning on our parasympathetic nervous system. We're in our rest and digest state. So our body is relaxed. Our brain is relaxed and we're able to connect with our unconscious and subconscious. Um, and so a lot of times in these places, people do have experiences of emotional or trauma release. And this practice is used for, for those kind of things in many ways um because it's allowing you to access what's under the surface um, mm. and we unfortunately know that just in our normal day-to-day -day life we don't spend that time with spend that much time with what's under the surface and so it's a really uh, beautiful and embodied and accessible way to start um bringing up some of the stuff that um that our body is holding and, and it's often very wise and, and there's lessons to be learned from it. So um, yeah, it's, it's a really beautiful practice that yeah, can really um, connect us with our deeper selves. Mm, so it starts bridging the gap and opening the doorway to our subconscious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way of putting yeah. it. And I believe that it's, um, is it theta brainwaves? Is yes. it theta? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is the same in meditation. Yeah. So so if you're in like a very deep meditative state, your brainwaves would be in theta, which is slower. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it is really, really powerful. So what actually, so can you talk a bit more about what happens physiologically within the body? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So our nervous system um so I, I think a lot of us now know a lot about the nervous system and usually the way that we're walking around the world is within our um nervous system like more of our survival state where we're responding and reacting um and like not that we're in fight or flight all the time but we're active um so when we breathe and relax and allow our body to like settle down what happens is our nervous system goes into its rest and digest state and in that place um a lot of emotional processing happens so yeah physiologically that's what's happening on the nervous system level um and there's different breaths or ways of manipulating the breath that we can uh, use to facilitate these states. So like uh, lengthening the exhale is something that we can always do to relax our nervous system. And that's why people say like, if you're having anxiety, like you can try, or if you can't sleep at night, you can try lengthening your exhale is one approach to always helping you do that because that's the effect that it has on your nervous system. Um, 
yeah, like we talked about the, it's slowing down the brain wave. So that's what's happening on more of a mental level. Um, and then on an energetic level, there's a lot happening as well because, um, yeah, I mean, obviously our breath, um, controls our energy in many different ways. And so when we start to work with our breath in different ways, we're able to also manipulate our energy in different ways. So we can uh, use this to um, energize ourselves or yeah, like, like uh, when we're working out and people say like, breathe through the nose when you're working out, it's because that's going to help you um, like last longer in the practices that you're doing. So it's just different ways of learning to use the breath um, to facilitate mm yeah, different ways of being. I think I, I, I kind of went on a tangent in answering no, your question. That's okay. We like, tan <laughs> we like tangents on this show. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so you mentioned there about the different types of breath work, and obviously you chose to facilitate the circular breath work, but mm -hmm. what are the other types? And if I know there's quite a lot of different types, I believe. I don't know an awful lot about it, but I've heard there's quite a few of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what are the other types and why did you choose the circular breath work? Yeah, so there's almost endless types of breath work. I, I, I probably don't even know half of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm also, because of my uh, training in yoga and my own individual practice, I also do practice a lot of and, and bring to my clients as well pranayama, which is more of like the yoga styles of breathing. Um, mm. And those are generally more focused on either like very specific like detox or cleansing uh, exercises like that are facilitating some some sort of like very specific effect in your body or enhancing and focusing your energy in different ways um so they're not mm -hmm. going to well if you practice them you know at high intensity every day they might bring you to altered state of consciousness but um you know for for 10 minutes in your bedroom or on your yoga mat, they're not going to bring you to space. Um, <laughs> but they're really, really incredible practices for, um, yeah, like I said, just like calming or focusing the mind. They're usually also, um, or like originally designed and intended to aid in meditation. So that's, mm. um, that's like another form of breathwork that I'm very familiar with and, and do teach as well. Um, and then even within circular breath, there is like such a wide amount of uh, different practices that are used. So most people are probably familiar with Wim Hof um, and the Wim Hof style of breathing is very similar to what I do. But I'd say that the intention is a little bit different or the style is a little bit different. So uh, Wim Hof breathing is very focused on like performance um, and resilience and like pushing through to like your next uh, physical state of being um, because I do work a lot with like, you know, grief and mental health and things like that. It's not as much about that in terms of intention, but the style itself is actually quite similar. Uh, other types of uh, well-known uh, circular breath practices are holotropic um, or rebirthing. And again, those practices do have a lot of similarities, but the intentions um, are a little bit different between them. So rebirthing has a lot to do with um, 
you know, I don't know enough about it that I, I don't want to say anything wrong, but um, yeah, it has to do with like going into your birth story and your birth trauma and kind of reliving some of that to understand the ways that you are now uh, mm. and holotropic in its uh, original form was a lot about creativity. So going into altered states to then unleash a creativity within you. So the, there are so many different types of practices that can be used for different things. Um, I think that my own style has uh, really just developed over time as I've worked with clients and as I've seen um, what works, what doesn't work, what feels good for people, what doesn't feel good for people. Um, and also as my own uh, personal development has changed and grown. My own practice has just reflected where I'm at as well. Mm. Yeah. And I, that's, yeah. that's amazing. Thank you for explaining all the different types. And yes, there are so many of them and yeah, it makes sense why you, why you've chosen to do it your way. And I like the fact that you've integrated lots of uh, other techniques into yours. And what I found with breathwork classes that each mm. facilitator has their own unique style and way of doing it and it's it's I think that's what makes it even more powerful like depending on who you go with depends on the type of experience that that you might have mm -hmm. and and it's Absolutely. super fascinating yeah super fascinating and yeah I mean this is where I really want to ask about all the really cool weird stuff that happens <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, gosh <laughs> sometimes you go into breath work I've found I've done a lot here in Nosara uh -huh. and you don't know what to expect like you don't know what's going to happen sometimes it's nice and gentle and easy and you might see like I don't know beautiful rainbows and waterfalls I saw that once and then sometimes mm -hmm. you like astral plane and I didn't even know what that was until that happened to me and I was like yeah. where am I going what is happening? I'm so confused. Why can I see geometric shapes everywhere? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and why am I ascending into space? <laughs> it sounds crazy, but that's actually what happens. And not just to me, like this has happened to a lot of people mm -hmm. I know. So can you talk, like expand about that? Like, why <laughs> does that happen? And is it real or are we just imagining it? What's going on there? <laughs> Yeah, so it's funny because I mean I don't want to scare anyone. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm careful what I tell people approach me about starting to work together because breathwork can be very similar to experiences like psychedelic experiences. Um, and there are you know back to the last question types of breathwork that do uh, push the breath to such an extent that it does unleash like a natural DMT in the body. So it is possible ah. even that sometimes you could be in a state where that's actually happening um and that is something that would facilitate those kinds of um journeys but i think of this as like like what we were talking about at the beginning like once we come into that deeper connection with self deeper connection with unconscious deeper connection with spirit um whatever you want to call spirit or whatever you believe in um the potential is really endless. And I think this is why I love breath work. And I often call it breath medicine uh, so much is because we're just breathing, but we can go into these extremely, extremely deep places through this breath. Um, so yeah, I, I often 
have clients who are connecting with, you know, ancestors past who are seeing different kinds of visualizations, a lot of uh, physical symptoms, as you said, uh, which of course, like we're just breathing, it's totally safe. Um, but yeah, you can have like temperature changes. Um, you might have like a lot of purification happening. So sweating or even, uh, purging, um, you can, yeah, go into like a lot of really deep and intense places through the practice. And I think it's just because you're connecting with yourself in, in a new, uh, energetic way that we're really not used to um most of the time but when we give ourselves the space to do it it's all possible it's all there absolutely and you're just making me think as well you know we're using oxygen and oxygen is actually life force energy like without Mm -hmm. oxygen we wouldn't be alive so Mm -hmm. you know it kind of makes sense in a way doesn't it that if you were to manipulate that you can then manipulate you know how you're feeling and the sensations and things like that and the experiences Mm -hmm. that you have so absolutely yeah yeah and intention is always such an important part of the practice as well for that reason because um when when you go into breath work you can get super intentional with like what you want to experience and it's also great to go in with that kind of intention because it can keep you grounded so if you do if you are someone who has a tendency to go off into like spacey or airy or quantum places then knowing that you have an intention to stay present, to stay in your body, to connect with your body can be really helpful during the practice as well. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And that time that I did astral plane, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> my intention was to connect with source, whatever yeah. that is. I tend to call it source. I don't call it God because mm-hmm. I know there's an energy there of some kind. I feel it. That's my belief. Take it or leave it. But um, yeah, and man, did I connect! Like it was, it was yeah. so amplified. <laughs> I yeah, didn't expect I love that. it. <laughs> and then, yeah, there's been times where I've just wanted to, I just wanted peace, and that's mm. the time I saw like this waterfall that looked like Niagara Falls, like but like mm. a, on a crazy level, and yeah. there was like a rain, a rainbow bridge, and all this stuff going on. I was like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> Um, but it was it was so beautiful yeah yeah yeah. and it's it's just yeah really interesting and then I was just thinking the class I did with you recently wasn't anywhere Mm. near what those two things were but it released something that was trapped within me some sort of uh, pay energy that I've been holding on to and was physically painful you know so every time it's just so different absolutely yeah and it's always going to be a reflection of what it is that you know, you're experiencing and you're going through at the time as well. So because we're connecting in with like, what's in our unconscious, what haven't I been looking at? What am I suppressing? Like, that's what is inevitably going to be there. So it, it reflects what's happening in our inner landscape for sure. So do you think you just made me think of another question? (laughs) Do you think that for somebody that's not so open-minded that tries breath work, Mm -hmm. Do you think the experience would be would be not as significant for them if they went ahead and did it? Or, you know, do you think how would it affect them, basically, do you Mm. think? No, I actually think breathwork is in some ways the perfect practice for people who are not on, you know, any sort of spiritual or development path. Um, 
And a lot of the people who I have worked with, you know, are living in living in, you know, cities working nine to five is like, not that that indicates whether you're on a spiritual path, but just really haven't um, opened up to this, these kinds of like development practices or done any meditation or anything at all. And, um, and breath work, because you're just breathing, you don't have to do anything weird. You don't have to put your body in a shape that feels uncomfortable. You don't have to wear anything. You don't have to like, there's literally, you just show up and breathe because of that accessibility component. And then because, um, inevitably that like the breath is so powerful that it's going to have some impact on everyone who practices. Um, because of that, if you've never done anything before, it's, like the perfect gateway practice because you will have some sort of experience and you can't really control that because our breath is just that powerful that it's going to bring you to some, some place or do something for you, uh, or even just relax you. And many people haven't ever felt that kind of level or depth of relaxation. So mm -hmm. I've had clients who have just come in and fallen asleep and, you know, I've, I've actually, I remember it was one of my first sessions and here's, you know, a, a funny story that happened. And it was like a trial, uh, one of my trial sessions, you know, like four years ago. Um, and the client just fell asleep and I, I didn't know what to do. I tried everything. I was like, <laughs> change the music, like bring in the chimes, like shake their legs, do everything like smells. And they, you know, they, <laughs> they didn't wake up and they came out and they said, oh my God, I've been so stressed. I haven't felt this relaxed. I haven't relaxed like this in, you know, maybe ever. And so wow. it gives people what they need and there's always something to be learned or something to profound that happens in, in this practice for sure. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> giving people, giving people what they need and that's mm -hmm. it. You know, it's all, it, it, it sounds like you make it sound and it is a very personal experience and it takes you where you want to go. Like you say, you set the intention and it's from that intention that you then get what you need out of it. And that's all related to your subconscious and what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's beautiful because so many we live in such a we live in a world. Well, I won't say here in, in Osara, but in the rest of the world, in the Western civilization, you know, yes, it's very, very stressful. We're always on the go all the time. And Breathwork is a great way for deep relaxation, as is meditation, which is, mm -hmm. you know, as you say, getting you into the same brainwave state. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it, it's it's really it's really important to have a practice, a stillness practice, where you can relax on that deeper level and properly let go and switch off. Absolutely, yeah, it's it's arguably essential these days. Yeah, and breathwork is. I know meditation can be very intimidating to many people and, and yeah. that's why I think breath work has become more and more popular is because it can lead you to those places, but you're active throughout the whole practice. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's definitely like to have something to do. <laughs> exactly. Something to focus on something to, to do, but then in the end you are still, you're in a meditation and you just got there in a different way. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been I mean, I found it absolutely amazing. And yeah, it's I mean, I'd already it just helped me to kind of um, re 
reconfirm a few things and clarify a few things that I needed to clarify and reconnect to myself at the times when I felt I was disconnected. And so that's kind of how it's been great for me. Um, And I was just wondering, has there been like a particular pivotal moment in your breathwork journey? Oh, wow. Um, uh, Myself? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so many. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, One thing, I guess one thing is particularly coming to mind from uh, my first breathwork training, which was uh, about a year after the death of my mom. Um, And and I had a really big release uh, in in one of the practices that I was doing, um, and and I realized that I had been holding on to so much from around the time that she died that like just so much fear, so much guilt, um, and and it was just holding me back in so many ways. And it was like in one session, I just let everything go. Um, Wow. And I always think of that as like a really pivotal moment, um, I guess in my my grief journey, but it was breathwork that facilitated that. Um, Mm. Yeah, so so that was powerful for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's incredible that you were just, I think you once described breathwork to me as a biohack. And it sounds like, (laughs) which I love that term. Obviously, I've not forgotten. (laughs) Um, But yeah, and it sounds like that's exactly what it did for you. And I love that it can have that immediate trauma release Mm -hmm. uh, and energy release, because obviously Mm -hmm. everything is stored within our body as energy. Our our emotions are energy in motion, as I talk about all the time. And they do get trapped. They do. And sometimes we can't release them and we need something else to to shift them and push them and that's exactly what happened for me the other day and yeah I can imagine with something like like something really traumatic like losing somebody it can be very healing and very powerful Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and and I think like as you're alluding to like breathwork I also sometimes describe as just like a reset and I think it has that ability of like like I know I need it the most on the days where I'm like oh I'm like stuck in anger I feel like pent up or like you know some strong emotions coming on even if I don't have you know some profound moment or something big it always serves as like just this little reset um yeah like it's like flicking a switch on and off and I think that yeah, making the time for the practice. I've never regretted making the time for, for a breathwork practice. <laughs> Bit like a workout. Yeah, you never yes. regret a workout. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I feel with personally for myself, like, oh, I, it's so much energy. Like, I, I don't want to have to like do it myself. I don't want to have to take the time. Like, I just want to mm-hmm. do nothing, you know, if I'm not feeling great or whatever. So, you know, do you need to spend a lot of time doing it or can you literally do it for a couple of minutes and it would make a difference, do you think? Yeah, you can definitely do it for a couple of minutes. So this is a lot of what I do with my clients is actually really implement, like, how do we incorporate these practices into our everyday? So, you know, when I sit with people for an hour, an hour and a half, that's really wonderful. But 
you know, I can't do that with them all the time. So the, the Mm -hmm. idea is to have practices that we can do every day. And then ultimately, um, I think with many practices like breathwork or meditation or coaching, even the goal is like in the Mm -hmm. moment of trigger in the moment of response in the moment of reaction, like remembering and, you know, the tools that you have, this is what you've been working on and responding to something differently. So breathwork is also a practice that's ultimately training us to um, greater well-being, I guess, is one way of putting it. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, something you can do for, I always say, you know, do a five-minute practice in the morning. You can even literally just sit and breathe that will help you. Um, you could do some pranayamas, you could do a circular breath practice, um, you know, just taking like 10 circles of breath uh, and that will help. So it's, mm. it's really just about in many ways, creating the space to slow down, to connect with yourself um, and connect with your body through the breath. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes I, I just do literally like five deep breaths, you know, and and Mm -hmm. that works really well to calm my nervous system down. You know, I had to do that today. I actually use it quite often. Yeah. If somebody wants to start doing breath work, how should they begin? Um, Yeah, I think the... The best place to start is by just becoming aware of the breath. So one of the first things I ask uh, anyone who I begin working with is to just start becoming aware of how the breath moves through your body. So immediately, even with me just saying that, if you just start paying attention to that, you might already notice like, oh, it's like feels a little funny in my stomach or like, oh, it's tight in my chest. Or a lot of people already know like how the breath uh, interacts with the body, but I think awareness is the first step of really just starting to notice like what your breath feels like and, and then starting to play because it is such a safe and accessible practice. It's something that you can start to play with and, and have fun with. So what does it feel like if you hold your breath for a little bit? What does it feel like if you lengthen your inhale? What does it feel like if you lengthen your exhale? What does it feel like if you breathe through your nose? What does it feel like if you breathe through your mouth? Um, you can, you can just start playing with, you know, different kinds of breathing with awareness and just see how different things feel in your body. So uh, that's what I would say as a place to start. And then of course, there's so many different practices that you can do. So if you want to look up breathwork classes, wherever you live, that's one way to, to do it. Uh, there's so much happening online or on Instagram. Um, I have videos on my Instagram TV. You can always try one of those. Um, and those are some like easy, quick breathwork practices that feel good. Um, so yeah, just start playing, I guess. Yeah. Get, <laughs> get curious. Yeah. Yeah. It's the message. Yeah. Exactly. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Make it make it playful, get curious. And yeah, that's it. You know, it's 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 kind of fun, really, isn't it? You know, you're playing with a new idea and you've got you've got control over it. Yeah. Yeah. And and you will notice that as you understand it and control it more, that 
there will be like emotional byproducts of that. So you'll be able to feel, uh, you know, this breath helped me calm down in this way. And this breath like helped me feel a little bit more energized. Um, so yeah, it's like definitely treat it with curiosity and just, just have fun. <laughs> mm, that's really useful to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Using it and applying it uh, as required and in the best in the situations when you need to. That's yes. great. Yeah, yes. I love that. All that said, I wouldn't recommend uh, lying down for an hour and a half and doing a full um, <laughs> a full alternate state breathwork practice on your own if you never have before, uh, because it can bring you to such deep places. It's definitely uh, good to try that for the first time in a safe uh, environment with someone who has yeah. who has good experience working with the breath. Yeah, I can attest to that. Like, especially yeah. if it's going to release DMT into your bloodstream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, better to do that um, with an experienced professional. But once you become comfortable with it, it's totally a practice that you can take home and do by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, amazing. And I, it's interesting how it really does relate to those psychedelic experiences and speaking with one of our mutual friends, actually, who does um ayahuasca ceremonies he leads our ayahuasca ceremonies and how he's saying that you know that's just another tool to to get you to an altered state to help you with that connection and self-awareness and connection to source and it's just yes yeah, it literally is just another tool of and another way of doing it and I kind of love that you know so some people obviously never want to touch ayahuasca but mm-hmm. it's it's really straightforward and easy and very extremely safe to be able to just control your breathing and yeah. and and what I love about it is that you can stop at any moment mm-hmm. if it gets too much for you because mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a Absolutely. time when I did a class yeah. um a, a couple of months ago and I literally felt like I'd overdosed on something like it became so much so intense that I was like oh my god I don't like this and I felt really out and then as soon as I relaxed into it I mean that's when Mm. stuff kind of went crazy but you know I surrendered to it was okay Mm. um and then it obviously calmed down you know pretty rapidly after that but uh yeah there was a moment where I was like whoa this is super intense yeah (laughs) yeah it um it's a powerful practice and a big component of my work is making sure that people feel safe and have the right grounding tools and techniques in place as they go into the practice. So I always make sure before someone starts breathing that, you know, you're aware that you can connect to your feet, you can connect to your body. Like these are ways that you can move that can help you feel grounded if at any point you feel like it's too intense or that you're getting a little bit lost in the breath. Um, You know, you can always open your eyes, do do various different things. And so I think it is important going into uh, any kind, any, any big practices really, but yeah, breathwork can be included in that to know, you know, what your own grounding and safety techniques are. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, you know, we don't really know until we we try these things anyway. So, mm-hmm. but that's it. You've got nothing to lose and perhaps a lot to gain. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I think so. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, as it's changed my life, it's it's offered you like many different tools and clarity. So 
lots to gain for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm actually going to a class tonight as well, rather ironically. Oh, so there we go. <laughs> um, yeah. And I wanted to say as well, like, I, I love the fact that the work that you do, you know, you've chosen to do this very healing, very nurturing type of breath work. And it's really, it's really important, the work that you're doing. And so I just wanted to thank you for contributing that into the world because you're making such a difference to people's lives (laughs) wow thank you so much oh it's it's really an honor and um yeah the connections that I've made with the people who I work with it's it's what keeps me going and it's always also a reflection of what I'm going through as well so I'm learning from from you and everyone who I have the honor of sitting with um in so many ways so thank you and thank you as well for everything that you're doing and for sharing these practices because more people need to know about them yeah well breathwork was one in particular that I just felt it's been so powerful for me I know how powerful it's been for you and how transformative Mm -hmm. and you know just to kind of say you know there's 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 more to be explored and this is one of my favorite well-being practices Mm -hmm. um and yeah, I just, I would love everyone to even try it just for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Just for five minutes and five minutes makes such a difference. Yeah. Just see how yeah. you feel. And yeah, it's, it's great. Amazing. Well, I, you've given so much value and information and insight. This is going to be so useful to so many people. So thank you for sharing everything on the, on the show today that you've shared mm-hmm. and where can people find you? Because I'm sure there are people that are curious now about what you've got Mm -hmm. to share on your Instagram page and maybe would want to work with you in future. Absolutely. Yeah. So Instagram is always the easiest place to connect. Um, I'm there on my name, which is aliyah.daniels. I I don't know if you're going to share that in the like underneath as yeah, well. Yeah, it'll um, be in the show notes. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that that's that's probably the easiest way to connect and and be in touch. And like I said, I have some practices up there on my Instagram TV, um, and I do most of my work online. So breathwork over Zoom uh, with people privately uh, in small group programs as well. So. Yeah, if, if anyone is interested in giving it a go, feel free to reach out and we can talk more. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, and I have to say, I have to tell everyone as well, like one of my favorite things about you, Alia, is the sound of your voice. I love the sound Aww. of your voice. So when you did the class the other day, I was like, oh, I'm so relaxed. <laughs> oh, I love that. People do. People tell me often that I have a very calming voice and it's something I'm very honored to hear because I don't always feel calm, but it's something that I really <laughs> like to put calm. out into the world. <laughs> so I'm glad that it's it felt in some way. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for your voice as well. <laughs> oh, and meditation's coming soon always. So <laughs> yeah, thank you so yeah. much, Kat, for creating this beautiful space and for helping people in their own journey to well-being. Oh, you're so welcome. And I just hope that everyone's enjoying it as much as me and the guests that come on the show. (laughs) All right, lovely. Well, thank you so much once again. And yeah, we'll call that a wrap. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. Well, there we are, everyone. 
I hope you are now much clearer on what breathwork is. Maybe that sparked your interest and you would like to reach out to Aaliyah. As mentioned, all her details are in the show notes. And if you would like to reach out to me, my details are always in the show notes for you too. I would absolutely love it if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts and also a star rating on Spotify as this is what helps the show to grow. And as some of you may be aware, at the time of recording this podcast, I am currently still working temporarily in the hospital which means my time is limited, but I do have a couple of spaces open in my three-month one-on-one wellbeing coaching container. So if that calls to you, then the link to apply is available in the show notes. And lastly, it wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave you with a little message. So here is my message for you today. Healing is not an overnight process. It takes time. Sometimes you'll feel like you're finally over something and happy again, and the wound will reopen. Don't give up, don't get discouraged. Take each day one step at a time. Just try to be in a better place mentally and emotionally than you were yesterday. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode, sending you all so much love, and I will see you on next week's show.